to another episode of Black Girl Fly. I'm your girl, Tanisha Nicole. And I'm Shauna Dixon. And today we're going to be talking about the biggest lie that you believed or were told about money. That's a big one, because I was told a lot of lies. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes, we were. Well, I, I don't think it's about lies. I think that my parents, my family, they were trying to teach me things that they didn't have. Mm-hmm. Or at least give me skills that they thought I needed that they didn't grow up with. I was thinking about something similar the other day, but it's like, you know, for us, right? Like, we have some people in our family who went to college, but beyond that, like... Did they make money? Is that what you mean? No, but like the advice that we could get from our parents was, you know, they were limited because they didn't have that experience. Yeah, no, I I, I agree with the college thing. That's probably getting a bit off off subject, but after I finished college, I was like, why didn't I think to go to summer school? Or... Or I could pick up more than 12 hours and get more hours so I can get out faster. And just, I mean, working and paying my, at least a portion of it through doing payment plans. And I was like, that's just nobody had that information to tell me. Right. No one that we knew, right? Yeah. And so, so when we think about the lies we were told, it's more like things that were omitted because those people didn't know. Right? So it was no malintent or anything like that. But... It was just they didn't have it to give it to us. Yeah. So if you had to think about the biggest lie about money, what would that be? The biggest lie that I believed about money, and we kind of talked about this a little bit earlier, but to me, it like a certain amount of money meant success. Yes. And so okay. before we talked about like, well, <laughs> did we have a number? Mine was 50. Yeah. Okay. Right. Mine right. Was, okay. My, my number was Six figures, $100,000. And uh, when I attained that, that meant I was successful. Boom, bow, done. Like, yeah. what else is there in life? Yeah, so, okay. Okay, so now that you've lived a little bit, Mm -hmm. do you think that success is tied to a number? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Let me throw this incredible at you. So, it is not... It's not like this number that you need to attain. For me, it's like, what does my passive income number need to be okay. so that I can so be financially it's, it's more about a lifestyle, figuring out yeah. what your happy lifestyle is, right. and then reducing that to a number to get you that lifestyle. Right. Okay. So, so that's a better way to put it. It's not a number that's driving it, but yeah. it is, right, like I'm envisioning the lifestyle that I want. And in order to get that, I need to know how much it costs. So, okay, okay. So, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to push you a little bit on this one because mm-hmm. I have experienced that a lifestyle can be anything. Like, one month, you could be cool. You could not spend anything and, and, and do kind of the things that you like. And then the next month, you can be like, oh, I also want to travel here. Or I also want to buy this new iPhone. Yeah. So, like, how do you regulate in, in your vision of, of this mm-hmm. number? How do you figure out what that number actually Actually is. is. Yeah. Yeah. I think of course there are going to be some months that are higher than others. Like with things like Christmas and holidays, like you're just going to spend more in those months. So I already think like you just need to account for that. Maybe you have a sinking fund or something at the beginning of the year for that. But when I think about the life that I want and like, you know, what that looks like, 
travel is not like a one thing, once every once in a while kind of a thing. Yeah, it's something I'm doing every month. So let me let me rephrase that. I was thinking about vacation travel. Like right. I'm like vacation is like, like resort life. and alcohol <laughs> and a lot of it. Right. Okay. Right. I mean, I think it's gonna be different depending yeah. on what your normal expenses are. But when I envision it, I don't really do those kinds of things, but. I imagine I would at some point. So I just always have a buffer in my budget, like okay. always. And, you know, it fluctuates from time to time, but you know, you might want to get a new gadget or, you know, a new computer or something. So I feel like you just, you need to have some flux in order to account for stuff like that. That makes sense. Okay. You and your all-inclusive. <laughs> Gotta fit that in. He's not never. You know. Right. Or, or treat it as a sinking fund. I mean, if you know you're going to take four big vacations a year, like, you can plan that out in advance. Yeah. Just like you do your taxes, like, plan it out in advance. Yeah. Check on it four times a year. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, what about you? What would be your biggest so lie? So, my biggest lie was probably, and I don't know if someone actually told me this, but I feel like it was like a societal lesson. But it was that you get money, like, money is finite. Like, you can only get it from one source. This is your way of making a living. This is the way that you fund all the things that you do. It really, I feel like it was drilled into my head, even from a kid. Like, when they asked you, what do you want to be when you grow up? They were like, "There's you pick one. Right. <laughs> um, and that determines the lifestyle you can have. Well, well, not only that, but there was also, like, just even talking about, I guess I would look at this in two separate ways. It's talking about, like, concurrent careers so like doing one thing now doing something else five years later we didn't talk about that but even so like you have 24 hours in the day what about doing one thing for five hours and another thing for four hours because that's the life that I'm in now that I'm not just Tashonda the product manager or Tashonda the mom or Tashonda the you know whatever I am many things and I can depend on more than one of those things to give me some money. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I I don't know why we're like fed that narrative of like you need to choose to be one thing because I feel like it also limited the way that I so the world. So I do feel like in the generation that I grew up in, it was a black thing, and, and so I, I say that because I think it can. I can attribute it to the history of where we were mm-hmm. in like commerce and in business. Like we only did blue collar mm-hmm. jobs. Yeah. And so we spent so many hours and it still wasn't sufficient, you know, right. so we had to spend yeah. extended hours. And this was the only thing that we were capable of getting the job in. And so I, I really do think that we have to acknowledge the place and time we were mm-hmm. and what we were thinking about, right? We were in survival mode. We weren't in flourish. Yeah. No, we definitely, yeah, I could definitely say I was not in a place of, like, I wasn't coming from a thriving mentality. I had all these options. But I feel like even though, you know, so I feel like a lot of people where we grew up actually had more than one job. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know if that narrative is true. Like, we thought we could only be one thing. There were multiple things. None of them were paying well. I was going to say, but they weren't. (laughs) things that people would be like yeah that's what I want to be it was like I need to make ends meet yeah yeah if that makes any sense yeah so I I do think that they were like oh I can get more than one of these and it can be a temporary thing that'll get me over this hurdle but I don't think they were like this is a sustainable way for me to live and and I could actually work in a place that gives me 
wife or, or yeah. more interest. I would definitely say that was never a narrative. Like yeah. you working from reasons other than money. <laughs> like <laughs> like other than I said a light bill that rent or that was the only reason why yeah. you had a job. Yeah. Because yeah. you needed money. It was not because you loved that profession or you loved the impact of that organization. You work because you gotta make money. No, you work because you got bills. <laughs> That's the equivalent. Okay, so we we came with our myths, right? We, we mm-hmm. came with the things that we were taught. What's the thing that you're doing to change that narrative, to change this that idea? Yeah, so my myth again was that a certain amount of money meant a certain level of success. I think what I have done and, and what I'm working on is redefining what success is. Mm-hmm. You know, that myth is still kind of true in my life, but before I would have thought success was got a nice car, got a nice house. I'm I was going to say, I'm helping that narrative and say, I know I make more and you guys think I should have more money, but that's not how we live in. <laughs> turning down money opportunities i'm like if i'm gonna have to sacrifice you know my peace or my morning schedule like i'm steady doing that but you know right now it's it's another situation because i have other goals but like i think it's perfectly valid to only make like there's a study that says a family of four needs to make seventy two thousand dollars a year to live a fulfilled life i don't know what state they was living in (laughs) y'all i was like you know we go. I'm okay. Um, I don't know. Like, but you have to be creative, right? And I think that's with your definition of success. I think you also have to be creative and really think about the things that you're spending your money on. If they are, again, this question about essentialism. If those are the things that are bringing you joy, if those are the things that are needed in your life, and recognize that over your lifespan, those things will ebb and flow. Yeah. So no. I, I I can get with that. I think, uh, so I, I said that money is finite. I think that my kids are a little young <laughs> to kind of know that, but. They don't think money is finite at all. <laughs> they think it has an endless well called mommy. Okay. <laughs> but I, I think that right now I'm really talking to them about the definition of work. Mm-hmm. So before they knew mommy went into the office and now they see when I'm working, I'm on the computer, or if I'm working now, I'm actually talking to TT Nisha. And so I think that I'm starting off with, hey, everything you don't have to do one thing. Mm-hmm. And I think that they're, I think they're catching that. Yeah. So they think anything Daddy does is work. <laughs> yes. Daddy could be doing anything, and it's all work. That is true. Yes. But yeah. Is there anything else you would like to share with the people? Um, I think that there. I would say that the topic, there are tons and tons and tons of myths that are not true or not factual, not based in any reality. And, and so challenge it, challenge the way that you think about it. Think about the things that people are telling you and make sure that you can substantiate what you're hearing. Amen to that. Amen to that. Yeah. So, if nothing else, I'm Tashana Dixon. And I'm Sanisha Nicole. And, and we, we are, are Black Girl Fly.